Life is too short to be doing something that you hate or something you're forced to do. So find something you love and then do that and then everything else will come with it. Live a life full of dignity with you and your surroundings and that will help other people come together with the way you live. Hi baby, hop in the Lamborghini. Huh? I'm me, I'm me, only I'm me. Huh? Hi baby, hop in the Lamborghini. Left for a minute, I did not sweat it. Look at that guy just spinning. There Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stroke of Success. Today's guest is uh, a special guest. Let me go into history, my history. I was in Brooklyn, New York. I was in high school back in 1996, 97. I'm at my lunch, having lunch, freshman year, FDR High School. And I turn around, these two girls are next to me, and you know, they're just gapping away. And she goes, oh, my God, look at this magazine I have in my hand. She goes, look at this guy. And in the words that she was using, the way she describing how she felt about this gentleman, it was got me uncomfortable. I turned around like, dude, seriously, you're in a public place here. And she goes, this guy, the Calvin Klein model, he's, this, is, this is the next big thing. And that was my introduction to Antonio Sabato Jr. Then... I'm walking in New York City. I look up the billboard and, and guess who I see in the vendors, the man. And then I saw him in the big hit Mark Wahlberg movie. Good job, by the way. I love that movie. Antonio, welcome to the show. Thank you for doing it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Hey, uh, before we start, you know, I just want to show you my shirt, you know, to represent, you know, FJB. Uh, you know, you know what that means, right? I don't. What okay. is it? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that afterward. Okay. FJB. Anyway, so Antonio, um, let's get started, man. Like, the, talk to me about your history, man. How'd you get, where, where were you born? I was born in Rome, Italy. Uh, and then uh, me, myself and my family moved to the to this country in 1985. Um, we've been here, we've been here ever since, you know, it's, uh, it's been great. Where'd you guys move to? What state? Uh, we moved to California originally. Then I, I lived in New York for quite a while. And, um, and now you know, I live in Florida. Okay. So when, when did the whole modeling thing hit? How did, how did it happen? My modeling days were really with Calvin Klein. I, I was, I was always an actor. I moved to this country um, and wanted to be an actor. That's all I wanted to do. My father was an actor. So uh, it was always in the blood. And, um, and then I, through my career, I did some movies and, and, and I was asked to do a campaign for Calvin Klein years later. And, so I did three of them, which was fun back in the nineties. Um, yeah, so I, I've done all kinds of stuff, but um, acting is my passion. It's what I love to do. Um, it's, it's what I love to, yeah. It's it's, it's everything for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I told you, I'm telling you, man. I mean, these girls were talking about you like the Beatles walked in. I mean, it was like it was <laughs> annoying for us men. You know, and me and my boys, you know, we were like into modeling that time. We want to be a model like you. But you know, yeah. we're sucking our stomach in, and we're trying to do the poses like you, man. And we was like, dude, it's not working. We're not Antonio Sabato Jr., man. Just give yeah. it up, man. But dude, you you're an OG from that time, and I was yeah. So anyway, oh, thank you, man. It's so Calvin Klein must be huge, man. Like, tell me about the lifestyle, being a model, good-looking guy, nineties. I mean, was there a lot of partying going on, a lot of corruption, a lot of back sleeve stuff in the back scene? As much as I was never, it was never my, my thing. You know, I, I had my days, obviously in my twenties and thirties and stuff, but um, for me, it was just constant working. I wanted to work, keep working in, in, in show business. Um, 
and that's it. Everything else that comes with it is great. It's a compliment. It's beautiful. But uh, I live a very humble life, uh, very down to earth. Um, my father always told me and my parents always told me this business is just like any other jobs. You do it as best as you can and move on. But um, there's never been a sense of um, fame or any of that sort of stuff, celebrity status for me. It was just I took it as a compliment. It was a very humbling experience to be working and to be appreciated for your work. But uh, I leave it behind. I go to work and I come back home and I, I live a very down-to-earth life. You've always been very fit, Antonio, but your body, is it always from childhood growing up? or? Well, yeah, it's the only body you got. You got to take care of your body. Not because I'm a model or because I model. I'm not a model, but I, because I model for Calvin Klein. or It's just my fitness is important. It, 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 it's, it's, uh, it's a big part of my life to train constantly every day. I've always done it since I was a little boy. My father taught me. My mother taught me. They're very active. Um, my father passed away, but still his later years of his life. Oh, thank you. He was always very active. It's, it's, it's your body. God gave you one body and you got to take care of it. And it's, um, and it should be more than vanity. It should be more a, a sense of appreciating what you live in. And, uh, God gave you one body and you got to take care of it. You can't change it. So, uh, and it's also psychologically for me to train hard every day. I need it. It's my medicine. I need to, I need to be in the gym. I need to kill it every day. Uh, I'm 51 years old. I'm still doing it. Um, because it's part of who I am, um, regardless of my job, you know, it's, it's important to me to do it constantly. It just makes me a better person and, uh, stress release, uh, releaser. It's, it's just a lot of things that, uh, your body needs it. Your body needs it. Antonio, I was just going back to history, man. Like let's go back for one second. So, you born, you came to California from Italy, and then you got into acting first, then modeling. Yeah, I was acting. I was on General Hospital. I was That's doing right. movies. I was um, at the time there was a lot of movies of the week that I was doing. Um, name name a few. One was Wolverine. I love that. I love that movie. Yeah, Wolverine, and we did If Looks Could Kill. That's yeah. another one. I did. A, you know, I did so many of them back in the day, and um, yeah, I just love making movies. I love being on sets. So I I can never really walk away from it. Why would you want to? You know, it's it's um, you know to have made as many. You know, I used to remember when I was a teenager. I used to count the movies that I used to do, and then I lost count. So it means that I was doing something right. And um, and now looking back, I'm still working. I'm still making films, and now I I ventured into producing, I venture into directing, I venture into expanding you know my my horizon and doing things that i've always wanted to do with more experience you can take a risk and, and go in that direction but hopefully you know as you get older you get you get wiser you, you do hope. that's <laughs> you true <hope>. <laughs> so general hospital like i'm sure soap poppers pay in hollywood world pay okay right i mean it's yeah they pay, but it's you know i i i, I know people in the soap world especially in general hospital because it's one of the the top one, longest-lasting one. Yeah, it's been on around for such a long time that those people have done that job, and that's all they have done, and that's their that's everything to them. You know, to work one or twice a week, that's a constant job, and and people rely on that for everything. But for me, it was I need to venture into doing other things. I had the pleasure of working on motion pictures and TV movies and reality shows and um, and soap operas and and you name it. I've done I've done it all. And I think that's, that's, for me, it's important to expand and do all kinds of different, you know, sitcoms or do comedies or do, just to have the experience to have done it all 
uh, is something I'm very proud of. Um, but certainly soap operas uh, are still there paying a lot of people, but now soaps are not even on, 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 on regular channels. You got to stream them. The whole business is dramatically has changed. It's just the way, you know, it is with time and, um, and new things will always are, you know, come up. But at the end of the day, I think performing, acting, and that's never going to go away. That's just no. the beauty of, of the entertainment world. It's just getting the art of it. Yeah. The art of it is getting to, um, you know, there's different options, there's different avenues. There's just so much right now that we never had before, you know, so it's it's kind of cool. Many options. Yeah. I remember a music video of yours, Janet Jackson. Yeah. That's my time, yeah. man, growing up. I remember you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was, you were, it was you, Tyson Beckford, a huge model at that time, but you were even crushing him. Tyson never got movies like you did or TV show like you did. Um, well, I, I've always, I, I have a passion, you know, my, my, I've always enjoyed, um, really being on movie sets. I, I really enjoy that part of it. It makes me a better person. Um, when I'm not working on movie sets, I'm not the same person. Um, it's just, I love doing it. It's just the same thing with racing. I love racing. So for me, being on a racetrack and racing cars, it's, it's just, life is about finding those things that make you a better person, drive you to, to be a better human being. And, and um, acting does that for me. It's, it's important. I teach that to my kids or anybody who's willing to ask, what would you want to do in life? And I said, well, go find something that you're, that you're passionate about, you know, that you love doing that is not a job because... Life is too short to to be doing something that you hate or something you're forced to do. So find something you love and then do that and then everything else will come with it. Talk to me about The Big Hit, one of my favorite movies. You did an amazing job. Uh, it was uh, you, Mark Wahlberg, Christina Applegate. Uh, good movie. Yeah, big cast. Big, big cast. cast, big budget. John Wu, director? Yeah, John Wu produ produced that film. And... Um, with Wesley Snipes actually. And um, yeah, it was a great experience to work with Mark, Lou Diamond Phillips, Booking Woodbine, right, Lou Diamond. everybody. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a, a different type of comedy. It was, um, it was different, unique. You know, that movie was, you know, with the help of, of all of us, you know, we, we publicized the heck out of that film and it was funny and it was just a different type of film for that summer, summer 99. Yes. And we were, we were number one, that movie was number one uh, in the country um, for our weekend in the summer, which is unheard of. You know, a movie that cost pretty much $12 million. It was nothing the compared budget to the budget of that year. Yeah, yeah we, we that was considered a small budget film for a studio. Yeah. And um, and we we made our money back. But that was that was a good sign that we were doing something right. And Tuna, man, like, I, I, it's hard for me to believe, man. You have a hit movie out. Friday night, you know, the, the Vanity Fair magazines that you're ahead. Again, good looking as you are. Man, there has to be some parting. There has to be girls. I mean, there has to be the fast life. Yeah, no, I, I've had I've had everything. Yeah, sure. I, yeah I, I've been around amazing people, the biggest in the world, powerful people, you name it. I had I had my days. Um, but like I said, you know, for me it was more important than the than the partying and all that stuff because you know, I get up in the morning, I train every day. My lifestyle has to work around my schedule. I eat extremely well. I, I live a life that, you know, Hollywood, you know, going out at night and drinking and all that stuff and doing drugs um, or being associated with people that do that kind of lifestyle is not for me. Um, but, 
you know, I've seen it. I've seen it. My I've been in the industry for you know almost forty years, so I've seen it all. But it's not for me. It's uh, yeah. it's detrimental. Yeah. And um, but you know, I I enjoy, I enjoy going to screenings or 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 get-togethers or parties or whatever you want to call it when we're talking about projects and when we have a project that we're discussing because it's so much more important to go to those places when you have something to talk about you know sure. that you're that you're because you're making movies especially having a successful film of any kind it's extremely difficult it's like winning the lottery um you know i have a film that is not even out yet it's called grace by night and this film won several awards i got the best actor at the Christian Film Festival, International Christian Film Festival, which it was uh, the biggest Christian film festival in the world. Um, so I'm very passionate about this movie. I think it's one of my best performances and best film I've ever been part of. So you never know. You, you always, you never know what's around the corner. Um, so I'm very excited about this, but it's it's that thing about doing something you love. Again, it, it's it's uh, making a film is extremely difficult. It takes a lot of people working together. It needs to come out at the right time. There's just so many elements to make a successful film that uh, it's very hard, you know. And uh, so when I have something that is successful, like the big hit, or hopefully Grace by Night, which will come out this year, you gotta you gotta thank God and you gotta thank the you know. It's kind of like you gotta thank everybody because it's extremely difficult. And I I am I'm humble to know that I that I am I've been part of certain things like that because. Like I said, it's winning the lottery, and nobody wins the lottery every every time. You know? I am a big film buff. I I study. I've always wanted to be a, a screenwriter, a director myself. So I'm, I'm never in the industry, but I keep up with it quite a bit. Right. And like you said, I, I agree with you. It depends the current you know situation with the con the country, the economy, yeah. current event, the way that the wind goes this way, the film can be the biggest hit. The actor have can have uh, an affair, can kill it. Okay, you make it bigger. Who knows, right? Right. So many right. things happen. How was the, how was it working with Mark? You Mark Mark Wahlberg. He's a conservative. I know you are, as I am. Like, he's uh he's great. He's a, he's a great guy to work with. We had a great time. You know, we uh we had a great summer working on this film and hanging out together and going to clubs and in Toronto. It was beautiful. We were just uh the entire cast was always out on weekends um it was summer everybody knew we were there um we did some great stuff together so it was the camaraderie was amazing and um we didn't know how the movie was going to turn out but it's a classic and I'm, I'm honored to be part of it and you, uh keep in touch with them i do sometimes i see them you know and, and we, we 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 see each other at events or things like that and we're extremely happy for for one another and you know, I've always, you know, people remind me like, hey, listen, why don't you do a big hit too? You know, why don't you? Yes, that'd, that'd be, be great. That'd, that'd be fun. Um, yeah, if they want to do it, I'm ready. I'm ready to work with any of those guys. Um, Mark was awesome to work with. He's an awesome guy. He's a great producer as well. And um, yeah, I love to work with them anytime. Yeah, for sure. Antonio, and you were on top of the world and then suddenly things started to change, right? Mm -hmm. Things started to change, which is not uncommon in Hollywood. No, it's the way it goes it's up and down you know you just that's where you got to keep your head strapped in and and uh and look forward and keep moving forward and, and and try to survive in this world you know and um but the entertainment world is is you know everybody's going for the same job everybody's going after the same thing it's it's extremely difficult to get to get work you know um but at the same time you can't give up you know you just can't gotta go for it but i'm, I'm so still like 
Mark, Mark, uh, no, Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke, another handsome guy. I mean, the most probably handsome guy, in my opinion, in Hollywood in a long mm -hmm. time. Yep. Beautiful face, amazing acting, great body, and just suddenly hit the wall and bad decisions. And he made right. a comeback, mm -hmm. huge comeback, Iron Man 2, and then again, he lost it again. Like The stories about him I hear, he's hard to work with on the set. I never heard about a story like about you. I never heard anyone. I did. I did. No, you want to have a hard time with me when we said it's never I, going to happen. Um, I did a deep but, research. But I know Mickey. I know Mick. Um, yeah. He's a good guy. He's. Uh, I hung out with him. He's. He's. He's a really good guy. And you know, you never know what these people are going through in their own personal lives and loss. Loss of a person. Yeah, I just you know, acting in this world of of show business could be very very detrimental to people that are not essentially strong emotionally because it's such an emotional ride. And, and then you're relying on a lot, so many aspects of this business because it's show business. So there's the craft part of it. It's a performance uh, getting that done. And also there's the business aspect of having the right representation, the right agents, how you present yourself when you go out there, how you live your life, when you leave a set, how you take care of yourself. Um, there's a lot of things, you know, and there's a lot of pressure. The world is not an easy place to live in. So you got to have a tough, tough armor around you to sustain everything. And, 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 um, but he's such a good actor, you know, at the end of the day that, um, yeah, he's one, he's just, he's just there. He can bring it. So yeah. no matter what, if you can, if you can, you can hire those people and, and, and know what they're capable of, then that's what it comes down to. But, sure. uh, as far as me, I, I have the biggest smile when I'm working on sets. I help everyone. I am constantly there before everyone and leaving the latest. I love movie sets. So for me, you're never gonna get a um, you're never gonna get any other version but the best version yeah, of them. And I couldn't find anything. I can't find anything negative about you, Antonio. And that's that's something. I hope good. you don't. <laughs> I heard so. Matt, so Matt, I'll give a shout out to my one of my best friend Omar. He's a huge fan of yours. And I was yeah. talking last night about it by preparing with them. because like, dude, nothing. I can't find nothing about Antonio. He's one of my Brooklyn boys who looked up to you. Yeah, Antonio, you. like behind the scenes, like do you did you think you played the game, the political game, right? I mean, with people in Hollywood. No, absolutely not. You did I, not, I, right? I, I, no, I, I I didn't. I didn't. Um, and that's just my character, you know. Sometimes, you know, I'm 51 years old. So sometimes, you know, and I'm Italian and and I, I'm stubborn and I got my own ways and I have my own beliefs and i have my own ways uh, of dealing with certain things so i didn't i didn't quite play the game of the schmoozing and 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 pretty much lying constantly just to satisfy the business satisfy the agencies or the managers or whatever and you have to do that um uh, if you want to stick around and be in that world but if you have a disagreement or whatever it's it's hard so for me right now i just tend to just focus on on performing doing my job going to work and everything else, uh, I don't, I don't pay attention. But I know people that play the game. You know, exactly. I know people that know how to play the game, and they're and they're wonderful at it. And I, I give them so much credit because for me, I, I can't, um, I can't be fake. I just can't. I got to be real. If you ask me a question, I'll tell you the truth. That I live by truth. I don't live by maybes or I'm going to make this up or I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, um, yeah. which is the truth. So. At the end of the day, I sleep good at night. That that's I'm, my next I'm point. Speaking was, the probably, truth from the heart. You probably sleep really sleep really good at night. So the whole Me Too movement finally blew up. Some bad people went in, and some good people. Yeah, but it's gone now. You see, it's it's a phase. We 
this this country as the leader from everything else because everything comes from here and then it's publicized all over the world yeah first you know and uh we have the technology we have the the apps we have the software all that stuff comes from here and then it, so it, it's interesting you know because this business can throw you here can throw you it, it's that's what i mean you gotta you gotta get back down to to square one and go who i am as a person what kind of life i want to live and 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 just like a racing horse just 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 don't pay attention to to everything else because there's a lot of you know getting up in the morning and getting on your uh, software you know getting on the twitter getting on that it's extremely um negative it's it's like it's like you going you have a nice dinner with your family you go to sleep you have a nice dream as soon as you wake up there's this sort of addiction to get back into the computer stuff and the first thing you see is negative there's nothing positive the majority is just so so to be in a positive state of mind you got to stay away from that and you got to be able to have something that guides you to be positive because the majority of things that we see that we hear on our phones which is the the, the fastest thing you can get so much information is negative you know and um Later in my life, right now, I I just don't pay attention to any of that. I mm. I uh, if it's not something that's gonna make me my spirit better, um, then I just pass by. You know, I just don't even pay attention to it. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever have people, you know, try to you know say, hey, spend a night with me? And men and women Hollywood do a lot of crazy stuff, and I'll get you this role. Um, recently it was a movie uh, situation. Where was it? I forget. An actor came out and said it. Oh, the Joey, Joey uh, Lawrence brothers. One of them said, hey. Oh, Joey Lawrence? Uh, Joe, Joey Lawrence was the Blossom guy, right? Actor? Yeah, yeah, I, I work with yeah, I, yeah. His I younger brother just came out yep. recently and said, hey, the director came up to me, sleep with me, I'll get you a role in X-Men, next X-Men movie, whatever, one of the movies, Avengers. That ever happened to you, Antonio? No, no. It, it's... You hear those stories, and and for me, it was like it's just your persona, my persona. When I walk in a room, you already know what's up, and uh, you're just, you know, if you if you're trying to scam or you're trying to do any of that stuff, it's just not going to go. They, I just I just put it out in a way that I, I was never confronted. You know, it would be kind of one of those things if somebody came up to me and says, "You know what, Antonio, if you did this, I can get." I'll be like, "It would be over. It would be over. It'd be like, no, it ain't gonna go that route with me." And, and it's never happened because the energy I, I guess that's how there. I portray myself. And the energy, energy yeah, the energy is is there, and um, and I think those people that walk in and they want to do those things to to people in the business are, you know, the wolves, you know, of this business are people attacking the weak. And there's nothing about me that is weak. I am just very, very strong emotionally. I'm very, very strong in every way. Um, so for me, um, you're always going to be attacked if you're weak. If you put a sense of weakness, they're going to get to you. Uh, and I'm not saying that this guy was weak, but to be in that position, to be asked that, to be there, it, it, you have to lead these guys. They have to, wolves find the prey. You know, they're not, the wolf is not going to attack a tiger. That's you know, right. It's not. It's going to attack a sheep. And that's the thing. It, it, it's Hollywood is, is full you know, you hear stories about people suing other people for things that happened years and years ago. Definitely. And then you find stories where women went inside a hotel room because the agent called them and said, you have an audition in a hotel room and you go up there. And then we talk about rape and we talk about all these things. 
And I go, nobody forced you to go up there. And why would you, as a human being, as an actor, as a performer, go and meet somebody in a hotel room? I've never done that. I never will. That's just not, that's not the way I work. It's not the way I want to work with people. I would never have anybody come and meet me in a hotel room um, for a job. So I just common sense. It's just common sense about things. And I hear all these things that happen constantly. And, and um, that's because they're weak. And they're weak because fame is so powerful, my friend. You know, when they put something on the table, you're going to be a star. You're going to make money. If you do this, I'll give you this. You're not, you're not standing with your integrity. You're standing with the fact that money and fame and greed is the first thing. And it's just, it's not the first thing for me. It's not even the last. It's, it's, uh, it's not even part of my life to live that way. Um, I wouldn't sleep good at night. I just, to, to have known that I've done something to get somewhere else. And, I, and that's the game. That's yeah, the game. Again, you asked me before. That's, that's the, the game. game and it could be a small game. It could be a higher game. It could be your life dependent on it. I don't do that. If you don't mm -hmm. hire me because of uh, of my talent or because you know who I, then we're not gonna we're well, not gonna work. Together. Well, Antonio, I mean, by by the way, Antonio, is it un unheard of for producers and directors to hey come to my hotel and just go with the script? Is, is that really unheard of? And you're you're from that that's your world. I'm asking you. Yeah, I never I know I never been uh, you know approached by going to somebody's hotel. Um, I just never have. There's certain meetings that I've had at somebody's home, but I knew the director. I knew the director already. We're having lunch. We're talking about a script. He's inviting me to show some stuff. Uh, I, I met with John Adelson, the director of Rocky. He passed, he passed away. God bless his soul. I remember meeting him for certain projects, but that's different. You know, when, when a girl goes to somebody's hotel room and the guy opens the door and we know we're talking, I don't want to mention names. This was all over the news. And he's in his bathrobe and you're going to go walk in there not once twice and say the guy raped me twice there's something wrong with that picture yeah i agree with you so immensely wrong with that picture yeah. um so that uh, you know it's 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 the same thing with me like if i walked into a hotel room and i have a producer lady in a bathrobe first of all why would i go up there why would i agree to go and meet somebody but let's say that happens to me you know and i go in there, and there's a lady there with bathroom half naked and go hey come on in i'll be like I wouldn't. I wouldn't put myself there in the first place. So it would be it would be impossible for me to even knock on that door because I wouldn't yeah. have gone there. Sure. But a lot of people have done it, and uh, the fame is 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 a bad thing. You know, it's it's uh, it, it's very powerful, very powerful. Oh, Antonio, you tell me, money. It's a lot of money in Hollywood. You, you're mm -hmm. you're a successful model actor. Um, now some some of actors will live very large lifestyles and they run out of it and then the next job right next job and they yeah. tend to sell their soul like yeah. for you were you good with your money and you know i'm sure you made good, good amount of money over the years were you good at investing and earning it or yeah yeah i mean i i am still working and i have other jobs and i also went back to school and um i i went into real estate i went in, into construction i went you, you got to be able to have other hobbies, other, other things that you can involve yourself with. Because if you're not one of the few, and I mean one of the few that is lucky enough to work on a, on a TV series all the time or to work on movies all the time, 1% of actors worldwide if that, if is, that. is working 
all as an time. actor to pay all the bills and living by acting alone. Yeah. 1%. That is crazy numbers, you know, because mm. you got to always, you know, I know a lot of actors that are not as fortunate that are relying on just acting and you can't because it's like, you don't know when you're going to work again. You, you just don't know. Um, and so you, as I got older, I got involved in other things, other businesses, other just other things that have Revenues. nothing to do with acting, and that's important. Yeah, that's yeah. But I think that's the problem a lot of time in Hollywood. They get into drugs and they get a divorce. They get someone pregnant and they have to pay that off and do this and that. It's and so then, you know, and it's it's crazy, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, tell me this: like, what any any crazy story or any interesting story you want to share quickly? You know, I don't. Yeah, I'm sure you have a bunch of them, but you know, without anyone's name, even don't share the name, share the name, but like one that you say, "Wow, you know, KB, this was like." I don't know. I just I, I just talk about meeting just great people. You know, I had the chance to work with amazing folks and in conversations with people like Robert De Niro and 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 Tom Cruise and and meeting um you know meeting Chuck Norris, meeting talking to uh, Jack Lemmon back in the day. I hung out with Jack Lemmon. He he one of the greatest actors of our time. Of course. I just I, you know I, I forget, but I met a lot of people and, and and athletes. You know, hanging out with athletes, hanging out with Michael Jordan one time in New York. Me and him hanging out in this club. It was the best time. Um, it was during the ESPYS, and he was I was presenting at the ESPYS, and he was uh, getting an award, one of the many millions of awards he's he's received, and he was one of the my favorite. He's the, he's the ultimate favorite nice of everyone. OG and, forever. Uh, and I went to a club owner in New York, knew me, and he invited me. And said, "You're on the house. I love your work." And I was like, "Oh!" And I was, I was, I was there by myself. I was there for a couple of days in New York. So I said, "Why don't I just go hang out at this place?" And and I did. It was after the ESPYS. And then all of a sudden, the owner comes up to me and says, "Hey, MJ's here. Um, you want to hang out with him?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I want to hang out with him." So we just, I went over there, and and he was one of the greatest guys, and we had a ball, and uh, yeah, just stories like that, you know that. Um, I'll never, I'll never forget, you know, racing. Another thing, Michael Schumacher was one of my idols, seven time world champion, F1 driver. I hung out with him several times. I was a spokesperson for the formula one, uh, Grand Prix in Indianapolis in 2001. And, um, and I also raced there in 2001 and 2002. So I was, I was, um, actually, you know, I was a spokesperson for in 2000 In 2001, I raced in 2002. I raced again for the Porsche cup. But um, meeting Michael was great. Uh, uh, I, I love athletes. I just really do because I'm an athlete myself. I just I, I've always played sports. I, I still do. I, I just I love watching sports. So I have an, an admiration for for certain athletes and, and I met them and I hung out with them. And that was the highest thing I ever done. Yeah, personally, okay. it was amazing. Yeah. Did you ever think as a kid from Italy, Italy that, that would be your life. Like, you know, there's a thing called law of attraction where right? people say, well, I put my yeah. mind to it. Yeah. I pray yeah. to God and manifest my mind. Well, did you ever yeah. think you talked to Tom Cruise, work Mark Wahlberg, hang, chilling with Jordan? No, no, no. no. I, I, I came to this country and I didn't speak the language. So one of the, the, you know, and I was a teenager. So I went to ESL classes. I went to those every, every day after school because I couldn't speak. I didn't know how to speak to anybody. And, uh, but one of the things that I've learned uh, from Sidney Poitier at a young age, uh, as a teenager, because I remember this actor was doing, uh, I learned to go watch movies and to to speak the language by watching films. So, and I watched a lot of Tom Cruise movies. So 
Top Gun, the first one was one of my best favorite movie of all time. Okay. So I watched that movie in the theaters as a teenager over and over again. And, and, and I was starting my acting career and I wanted to meet this guy um, and tell him what he's done for me. And I did. So that was cool. And I met Tom a few times and I told him how I felt and he was very respectful, very kind. And, um, and hopefully we'll work together someday, but um, yeah, I never forget. I always keep, you know, he's done a lot for me. He didn't know he was doing it, but there's yeah. certain actors that I had the chance, like De Niro and people that I told them what they've done for me in my career. Um, and they really appreciated it. That's amazing. I heard Tom Cruise is like, when he talks to you, nothing else matters. He's, his eyes lock on yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very... Farming. Yeah, he's very into... Uh, he gives you 100% of himself when he's talking to you. And I and I, and I learned that too. I, I, I believe it 100%. When you're doing something, focus on what you're doing and give your whole attention so you can really pay attention. Um, maybe it has something to do with his dys dyslexia because he's got to concentrate... Yes. Even harder yes. to really listen and understand yeah. what's going on. So, but he's, he's a, he's a very intense guy. And, um, but there's so many, you know, Shirley McLean was another one that I had the chance to meet. Wow. Um, the classic, the classic, classic. one. Uh, oh, yeah. Geez, man, the, goats. the list goes on. I forget how many That's people amazing. I've met um, and work with, you know, Robert mm -hmm. Wagner. It's another oh, wow. one I, I did a movie with. He's heart to heart. RJ, awesome guy. Good looking guy. Too. Very charming guy. Yeah, very charming guy. A lot of charisma. Antonio, man, like, I know that you were working until recently in this whole thing with the president of the United States, number 45, right? Let's talk about it. Donald Trump, right? Um, mm -hmm. You started to voice your opinion, right? Yeah. Okay. Was that the biggest turning point you saw in your career? I know Hollywood loves liberalism. They love liberals. They love a lot of, yeah, a lot of different I, uh... things. Yeah, I mean, Hollywood is full of a lot of, you know, but yeah, when you express your opinion politically, you're just going to have the good and the bad all at once. And the political world is a very disgusting world from both parties. That's why I'm an independent. I don't I don't vote me for too. Republicans and I don't vote for Democrats. Actually, if it was up to me, I wouldn't vote for neither. Yeah. Um, but it's a disgusting place. And, you know, I ran for a government office position uh, in California uh, for Congress of the United States of America. Um, I had the chance to run for two years and learn as much as I could about the political world, about how Washington works, how how California politics work, and uh, it's it's disgusting. It's uh, it's a very dark place, and I am extremely fortunate not to have anything to do with it. Yeah, nothing. I don't have anything political in my life. Um, I don't promote anybody politically. Um, and I have nothing to do with that world because I've seen it and I know about it. And, and it's, it's not good. Uh, what's good is the American people. What is great is the country as a unity, uh, what it stands for, our flag, our military. Um, there's just a lot of great things about our country, but the politics, uh, no, bad. they're what's, very bad. They're extremely what, bad. What's more scarier, scary mean the words like, you know, like, man, people are to get you. Hollywood or politics, in your opinion? You, you did both. I've been asked that question before. It's funny now. That's a good question. It's, it's, I don't know. They're both equally dangerous and they're both equally powerful uh, and they're both equally uh, the same, I think, uh, because you, the reach is enormous uh, and the voices are enormous. So you can actually, 
balance it out on a good day, they're probably equal. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, and I don't, and I don't, I don't know why Hollywood should be so political, but it I is I don't know why. more than ever. I mean, in, in the past, you would be able to, to have conversations with an op opposition or an argument, not an argument, actually, no, not even in, in our business. We used to be able to have conversations about specific things in, in the political world. Nevertheless, political uh, conversations are always bad, no matter what, because it's, it's just awful at some point, but at least you used to, you used to have a debates, you used to have debates and you used to have some sort of conversations. Now, it's not the same. Um, if you bring Trump and Hollywood, it's over. If you bring conservatism or God into certain type of conversations in Hollywood, it's over. So you got to have to watch your mouth a little bit and, and, and know who you're talking to because uh, people ha are, are being very personal about this. It's, it's, it's affecting their way of life, uh, whether they're for this political party or whether they're this, things have changed dramatically and they're very negative. So I say, don't, don't discuss it. Don't yeah. Talk about and Tony is crazy. Like, so I'm, I'm a born and raised Brooklyn, New York. Like Trump was our guy. We, like, he was an OG. He's the playboy. He's a Howard Stern guy. Yeah. It's interesting. He was a Hollywood guy. He did some movies, Home Alone, he did Wall Street. He dated actresses. And as soon as he ran for Republican office, it's like they went after him. Like, I get it. Mm -hmm. Look, I get it's it. Some stuff he says are not the best. I agree. I agree. Not the best 100% person, but he spoke the truth, right? Um, Better than this guy. This guy, fuck Joe Anybody Biden. Anybody that speaks the truth against the system, my friend, anybody that speaks the truth will get attacked uh, yeah. because the truth is very dangerous for certain people. Um, This world is run by very powerful people who only care about more power and they don't care about human beings and they don't care about anything else but power. Sure. So, and they will run it and they will disintegrate everyone else that stands in their way. And truth is one of those things. That's why they have the media to change the truth into lies because that's how they control the people. And then um, after that, they control the government that controls the people and, and puts laws out there to restrain people from doing what they really want. But in the same token, they're keeping everybody safe to a certain degree to say, well, we'll do this so you can be okay, but everything else, maybe not. You know, it's a balance act. Uh, whereas if you had politicians who actually did their job, like Abraham Lincoln, who was a regular dude saying, I want to help the American folks. Um, but those days are over because politicians make money. They make a lot of money. And they, and they sell books and they uh, hang out with celebrities. And so it, it becomes like, you know, it's, it's a party thing, you know? And so, you, and if you stay with this belief with this party, you'll be okay. But if you are a conservative in Hollywood, you're only going to do B movies for most part or Christian based films uh, if you're lucky. So, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be like that. No. And I, I, I hope, I hope that times will change um and, and bring us together because I, I think at the end of the day nobody's perfect no party or no one has all the right answers no no one does but if you put everything on the table and you see what makes sense um but you see they don't want to they, they, they trust there's certain people in hollywood that they trust their government for everything uh and they trust those politicians for everything where i know these politicians are scums they're very bad people 
uh, especially for their constituents and their neighborhoods and their states that they're supposed to represent. But I think most people are not educated enough uh, or have seen enough with their own eyes to believe certain things. So they they rather believe the hype because it's a lot easier to believe the hype than the truth. I agree with you. That's a really good point, man. But you know, Reagan was Republican. Reagan was an actor, became pre president. Mm -hmm. Dude, he's still alone. Still alone is, is he's conservative. Mark Wahlberg is a conservative. He left California. They don't talk about politics. You That's see, I, I actually talked about it and, and, yeah. and people could say it was a mistake. Whatever. I, I did it. I It's my you regret it, Antonio? Regret it? I don't live in regrets, my friends. I don't even use that word. It is what it is. I did it. Move on. Regret is one of those words you want to delete, destroy. Because regret... Just the word regret brings you down. Like saying regret, regret. Energy comes down. See, now I don't live in regret. I did and then I move on. But um, talking about Mark and these people in slide, they don't talk politics. You know they're conservatives because I, I, I guess they, they mention certain things, but not political. Because if you are political, you're dealing with an avalanche of attacks. And plus, you're going to lose work. You're going to lose a lot of work. And, and it's... Uh, so for me, it's been long enough. I don't talk about it. I stay away from it. Uh, but you gotta, you gotta be able to stand strong if you, if you do talk. Dude, I'm sure you know this actor, Kevin Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo, yeah. Dude, amazing actor. Good job, Hercules, childhood uh, hero for all of us. Uh, for me, at least, I'm 41. Yeah. Like same thing. Very similar to your situation, man. He, uh, he's got him. his beliefs, and um, he's very political in the way he talks, and he's fine with it. And he's not going to change, you know, um, and we should have the right to speak and be free about certain things. But like I said, Hollywood is very strict on their own ways. Um, so you got to understand that it's like uh, it's like dealing with uh, a spoiled child. Sure. You know, uh, and so it's tough, you know, and, and uh, you know, I moved to Florida and all of a sudden everybody's coming. All these actors are coming to Florida. Um and they're moving out because California is not the same anymore. But I already moved out here year, years ago before everybody else. You know, I, I talking about Kevin, I was the first one to talk the politics, the Trump thing. I was the first one to go on TV and, and um, you know, and everybody's still doing it. I, I just choose to walk away from it because what, what's it? What are you going to do? You're going to talk politics every day. You're going to fight every day. You're going to argue every day. And for what? You're not going to change Washington. You're not. You're not going to change whoever is going to be the president. Sure. You're not going to change anything at all. Period. Yeah. All you're going to do is create more mess or more hype for you if that's what you're trying to If that is your scheme, if that is End what game. you're trying to do, stick to it. If there's, But at the end of the day, you're not going to... Listen, the border is open. Homelessness in California is over... I mean, it's more than ever in the history of our country. People are sleeping on the streets. And 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 I'm not talking about the drugs, the infestation of uh, child trafficking, and you name it, okay? So you understand what I'm saying? It, it's, it's, I say to people, if you want to fight for something, if you want to stand, live a life that is full of dignity. Live a life full of dignity with you and your surroundings and that will help other people come together sure. with the way you live sure. but but going out of your hand to to prove a point against people that will never change ever unless they change on their own 
which is something that either God is going to do yeah. or they're going to do it on their own. Yeah. And so, and, and no people can change anybody else. That's why people never change and countries never really change. I mean, like the poverty in Africa is still the poverty in Africa, right? The poverty in certain parts of the world is That's still poverty true. and there's nothing. And we're spending 180 to 100 or $200 billion for homelessness yes. in California alone. But there's more people living on the streets. If you go to Venice Beach right now and see the tents of people sleeping on the beach, that's because it's allowed by the government, by the California local government is allowing that to happen. So you can't fight a system that is willing to have that system for their own selfish reasons because wow. that's what they do. That's that's the political world. I'm telling you, it's it's a nasty place. <laughs> it is. You're right, Antonio. That's you're right. The only thing we do is pray. Johnny, before I let you go quickly, I, one thing I do for all my guests is for my for my viewers and listeners, I go to what's your daily routine, man? People wake up. Some people five a.m. they do read the Bible, the Quran, the Torah. People do yeah. gratitude list. Some do visualization. What's your routine? Yeah, I I I tend to um, give everything the night before that tomorrow uh, is going to be like this, and I have a plan of things that I'm going to do. You know, my training in the morning, the way I'm going to eat, um, the way I'm going to do my jobs, which is several different jobs or meetings or whatever. It's, it's all scary. My kids and my family, my fiance, everything is set into a certain type of schedule that is done the night before. Um, and but certain things never change. You know, the way I eat, the way I train, it's 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 like military. You know what I mean? Like I I, I get up, I get up at crack of dawn and I do it seven days a week. All the time. And it's, I've done it for so many years that, uh, and I've, I've done all kinds of training and all kinds of diets, all kinds of things. But I, for me right now, I found a certain way that works for me. Um, I eat a lot of meat. I'm more of a carnivore diet guy than anything. Meat is important to me. I can't live without it. Um, so I, I didn't do that back in the day, but I do it now because my health is so much better because of it. So things have changed, but I, I think I train smarter now. Um, and, you know, you, you got to prevent bad things for ha to happening. So you got to make sure that today is your best day and you feel the healthiest. And that means eating right, having less stress, being able to sleep, um, being able to have a comfortable life with your significant other. Um, you know, stress is such a... And, and, and mental stress and all that could be detrimental. Um, and I see it too often. And I think that training your body, living a healthy lifestyle will, will change that, will make you a better person. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, quickly, before we get out of here, thank you, Antonio. Quick shout out yes. to my sister-in-law. She has a huge crush on you. She's Oh, like, thank you. What's her name? This morning, Samita. Samita, yeah, thank yeah. you so much. And my best friend Omar, he's he's Omar. Here yeah. So they they were talking. Let's make sure I let you that let you know. Yeah, uh, thank Antonio. you, Omar. Thank you. You're you're an entrepreneur, man. God bless you. We'll talk about that. We'll do a part two face to face. I'm gonna come see you, man. We'll just sit down and do a face to face talk some business, you know. And uh, dude, you're a hero. I, I where are you? Where are you live now? Where, where I'm in Orlando. You? You're in Orlando. Okay. I'm two hours away from you, man. Oh, you right, ever come? Right. Let me, let's do dinner, man. Let's have some dinner. Well, we were there uh, for the for the Christian Film Festival, which okay. was held in Orlando. Uh, I wish I would have known you then, but there's yeah. other things that come up there, and definitely to stay in touch. Yeah. And we'll meet face to face in Orlando. That'd be great. Let's do it, man. Antonio, God bless you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. God bless Thank you, you too. Time. We'll be in touch. Thank you, buddy. Bye.